What do we think of Marvel's Phase 4 so far? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books, uh, MCU phases, uh, and so much more. My name is DJ Wildridge, and with me, as always, is Roxy Stryer Resurrections. Whoa. Whoa. Very cool. <laughs> very cool. When, when am I going to be Revolutions? We where did you, uh, You've already done Revolutions and oh. Redemptions? I can't remember what the third one is. Anyway... <laughs> I, I certainly don't know. You certainly you're not able to tell me. Wait, it's re- reloaded and then reloaded. revolutions. Reloaded and revolutions. I feel like reloaded has a uh, has, has a a porn ring to it. It kind of really does. To, yeah, it kind of does. Roxy reloaded. That's a tough. Um, Roxy reloaded is a tough. It's uh, a tough one. It's a tough it's sell. A tough, yeah. And I also think maybe they were going with a gun thing. That is something I'll say about the new Matrix Roxy. You haven't seen it, but they do. They do do some like. There's some in hindsight uh, in the first uh, Matrix with the gun stuff. A little icky, like a little ickiness, and they like try to distance themselves more from like. No, it's not. Some of these people are just programs. They're not uh, people that haven't been woken up. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Wait, what's the ickiness with the gun stuff? So in the first Matrix, Wait, don't tell me. Actually, I don't want. No, to know. no. Well, it's just a little okay. like when you think about it. So like in the in that big shootout where they go to save Morpheus, what they've established is that any person that's not already woken up can become an agent. And so the people they're shooting are just people. They're just, they're just people. In Matrix Four, they're like, oh no, the new Matrix. Some of these they've just seeded programs throughout. So all the people attacking us aren't people; they're programs. Um, but then also programs behave like people anyway, whatever it's best probably not to think about it. Uh, all I'll say is I did watch, uh, animatrix and that is amazing. That is really good. It's really good. Um, anyway, but that one's not what we're talking about. It's not that Roxy and I are just seeing each other after two weeks and we haven't been able to catch up on all things matrix. This is OSA, and we're talking about uh, MCU phase four, what we have so far, which is a gosh dang lot. Um, but before we get into any of that, of course, if you want to watch this live, if you want to check episodes about like this one early, if you want to catch our bonus content like Spider-Versity, which is coming back with Spider-Man No Way Home in just a few weeks, or uh, what Roxy and I are into every week, you can do that over patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. You can also give us a five-star review on iTunes. We really appreciate that. And on Spotify, we ask a question every week. Last week was, what were your favorite movies and shows of 2021? Uh, Xavier Thomas says, my favorite shows were Falcon and Winter Soldier and Dexter New Blood. Didn't watch many movies in 2021, though. Um, Yashu Wazalewski, let me know if I got it right. Um, uh, Dune 100%. Uh, for movies and shows, uh, One Piece and all and all fairness, I watched like a thousand episodes of that. Oh my gosh, you and Kevin are gonna get along. Uh, so much goddamn One Piece. Uh, and we keep Lou as watching Made, Sex Ed, uh, OMITB, Only Murders in the Building. Got it. Uh, uh, what we do in the shadows, Arcane, Succession, uh, Star Wars Visions, Midnight Mass, Mythic Quest. We are Lady Parts. Um, omitted the expanse and station 11 because they're still airing so there you go that is what uh, 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 those people and everybody enjoyed of 2021 be sure to check out our past episode for that 
Now, before we get into our main topic today, I thought it'd be cool to start off with just a little news, just a just a, a pinch of news. Um, Roxy, this first one is is uh, something I've been seeing bouncing around Twitter. I don't know if you've seen it. This is one of those things where it's like somebody on Twitter somewhere said a thing, and then it's a slow news day, and so all the websites are like, is this a thing? And I, as just a person, have no way of knowing, like, is this... A thing, or is this bullshit? Uh, the, the story is that Flash is being used as a reboot for um, the DCEU, what we've called the DCEU. And basically, uh, not only is Michael Keaton going to be Batman, but we're going to phase out Batman and Superman and replace them with Sasha Kali's Supergirl and the new Batgirl that we've got uh, uh, coming out. Have you, have you heard of this? Yeah, uh, I was, I was, thank you guys at home for tagging me in all DC rumors still. I love that. I don't know if this is true. I, I feel as if it's not, but if it is true, very interesting move that probably will upset quite a few fanboys (laughs) out there. Uh, I I don't know. The Flash movie is strange because Remember the initial announcement was that like we were getting Flashpoint. Yes. And then the announcement was like, we are not getting Flashpoint. (laughs) And now the announcement's like, we are not getting Flashpoint. We're just getting a Flash movie that's going to completely rewrite what's happening in the Justice League and timeline. Yeah. But so I don't know. And and I, I don't know. I just can't picture. It's strange to me that they still have Henry Cavill consistently out there on press tours for other movies saying, I want to play Superman. Yes. I would like to play Superman. And the capes in my closet, I want to play. And that they would be like, Mm-mm. Yeah. It's like, it's one thing with Ben Affleck. Cause it, right. it seems pretty clear. Like he doesn't want to, although I gotta say one, we're getting him for this flash movie. And two, like you couldn't get him to show up sans bat suit in one scene in the back, the new Batgirl show. Like, uh, I'm sure there's an amount of money you could throw at him to do that. Like, um, and it's one of those on the one hand, like, I mean, the MCU is now creating a version of the MCU sans Iron Man and cap and all that stuff. Uh, granted they had more time. uh, Decade deep. Yeah. Yeah. To to build to it. Um, but I, if this whole idea that like, we're going to make Michael Keaton, (laughs) uh, Ben Affleck wasn't old enough. We need Michael Keaton, uh, to be our Batman. And I just feel like, just stop picking at it. Let, just stop picking at it. Let it do. Aquaman's doing well for you. Wonder Woman 2 wasn't well received, but I think it's still, all things considered, did fine. Wonder Woman 3 will do fine. A Flash will probably do really well. Just stop picking at it and just let it be what it is. Invite Henry Cavill back for A Man of Steel 2. And, and just let it be. Just, just, just let it be. Don't try and like reboot, reset. It just is what it is and let's yeah. move on. <laughs> It's just strange that he's the one who's getting the boot. Like, why is Henry Cavill getting the boot? Yeah, I, I, uh, a great, good, good, great question. And what's going on with Ray Fisher? Uh, he doesn't want to play. Right, so, like, where are we? So, who's also, coming back? So, who's still involved? What, yeah, and not what, to be. What's up with Gal? I hope, I hope the statement is not being misconstrued as, as like, uh, diminishing any of his claims or stuff like that, just purely from a structural standpoint. If Cyborg didn't come back for Justice League movies, I don't know that it would be a huge blow 
to the franchise as a whole. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know if anybody's well, especially like especially if if Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill aren't coming back. Like yeah. then it sounds like we're getting rid of a lot of our OGs, but then like what's up with Aquaman? Yeah. Because again, so, I think Aquaman 1 is still like the highest grossing DC movie. You've got Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. You'd be so, stupid to do anything like I feel like Jason Momoa, Margot Robbie, and Gal Gadot should be the safest of the safe. If we're keeping all of them, though, why is Henry Cavill not safe? I, I mean... I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, he's too busy doing witchers. I, 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 ben I, Affleck I, not safe because Ben Affleck doesn't want to be safe. Yeah. Ray Fisher not safe because him and the company, to put this down to the smallest yes. terms possible, are at odds. Yeah. Henry Cavill's not face because safe because he's become one of the bigger stars and wants to be Superman. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, I know we're trying other. I can't. It just feels like the the um, DC has put itself in a position where it's like constantly scrambling, and I don't know that that's necessary. Like, I, it's just like calm down, <laughs> take a breath. Because honestly, before this flash shit, things are working for you. Suicide Squad, the the Suicide Squad was well received. You know, Aquaman made a lot of money. Wonder Joker Woman st- worked very well. Joker worked very well. It, all signs point to people being very excited for the Batman. Like, just do, just keep doing that. And maybe if the stars align and you get an opportunity to do another Justice League, maybe with Henry Cavill Superman, maybe you can get Ben Affleck back. Or, or if anything, just phase Ben Affleck out. You know what I mean? And then move on. <laughs> What do you think is going to happen in this in this Flash movie? God, I don't know, and I'm very worried. I'm very I'm very worried because I think in my heart of hearts, I just want a Flash movie. I don't need you to. It, it's honestly kind of the concern I have with like all these. I I very much enjoyed No Way Home. No Way Home has spurred a lot of conversation around multiverse of madness about cameos and other people, and it's like. God fucking damn it. I just just do a Doctor Strange movie, man. Like, I don't know. Like, it feels like we're setting up Doctor Strange to be kind of like its own flashpoint kind of soft reboot, maybe a way to get the mutants in there. And it's like, fuck, man. Just again, just leave, just let it alone. Uh, it's similar, more so with Flash. And also, we don't need to get in the weeds on this, but being of the people you might consider phasing out uh ezra miller you know what i mean like I, oh, yeah. uh, you know <laughs> i know uh, so if this, if this movie's november 4th though dj of this year is it that you know, far away to come this year does that mean that they have finished shooting it i don't fucking know i don't know Roxy. like what are where are we at where are we at it, 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 it feels like the questions I want answered to answers to are who's in this movie and when is the movie going to be like, where are we on this timeline? And instead the questions that they're answering are like, yeah, no worries. Don't worry about it. We're getting rid of Affleck and Cavill and Fisher. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. That's not what I, I just want. They, tell me what the flash movie is. Is there a villain? Is, like, I don't know. What is, what is the movie? Wait, what? What like, are we doing? Like what's happening? Yeah. yeah I don't know. And, and in a world in which a, we got a, a full-blown Batman trailer a year and a half prior to the movie came out. Yep. Why don't I know what's happening with Flash, which is in 11 months? Yeah, and all. it just feels like... And that's very like entitled of me. I don't need to know. But if stories like this are going to be leaking, it does lead to questions. Yeah, and, and I also wonder with stuff like this, if, the, if this is a legitimate leak, which, I mean, you know, uh, take it with a grain of salt. But if it is, I, I do wonder if sometimes like... 
I feel like a lot of this with Marvel leaks, like they soft leak it just to see what the response is. And then they're like, okay, we're not going to, no, people don't like that. We're not going to do that. You know what I mean? You only are doing that if you're still shooting the movie. Like you're not doing that if you are, you're not soft leaking things that can't be changed. Listen, if if we're going to get into this more, if Marvel phase four has taught me anything, they're still shooting the movie until I'm sitting in the theaters seeing it uh and that and that includes at this point superhero shows are weird superhero media is like a weird frankenstein's monster of like like wow that cleric i'm not uh there are parts of no way home as much as i loved it where i wasn't convinced that any of the actors ever actually interacted with each other i know what you mean there was that the one scene where we were doing the the back my back hurts and we went one person, one person, one person, one person, mm-hmm. one shot, one shot, one shot for a good five minutes. And I was like, were y'all on set together? Yeah, even the scene where they're in the the donut shop talking about their uh, whether they got accepted. It's like, wait, are any of these actors? This is the, probably the simplest scene in the whole movie. Are any of these actors actually on set together? <laughs> Did you see that um, Toby and Andrew went opening night to go watch Spider-Man together? in the theater and didn't tell anybody they were there and nobody noticed them. And they just just went and watched it together as buddies and nobody saw them. Nobody bothered them. And then they went home. Good, good for them. And I got to mention that was a great experience because there's not in our press screening. And then I saw it uh, just, I I took Monica to go see it. There's not been a screening I went to that the theater didn't lose its fucking mind the second they showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine not knowing and having them be in the back row, just like kicking it. Yeah. You would be like, Whoa. Yep. That's that's wild. So speaking of Spider-Man, um, the other piece of news is uh, Morbius has been pushed to April 1st, which uh, what a date. Um, uh, and there's not a lot to unpack here other than like, uh-oh, like, like, like I, Omicron, for those that I guess are paying, Omicron is like tearing up. Like literally almost everybody I know has COVID or has gotten COVID. Uh, it's not, it's not good out there. Stay home. Um, uh, but despite the fact that every person is telling you something different, it is that is so crazy right now that everybody seems to be on a different page. But I'm with DJ as a as a recent recipient of the Omicron. Yeah, <laughs> it was super duper not fun. Well, and and again, like in the circles we travel in, we're in a location that overall tends to take the vaccine seriously a lot of our peers have been vaccinated yeah. boosted roxy you were vaccinated and boosted omicron doesn't give a fuck uh yeah. so yeah. you know just uh, maybe uh dial it back uh i know I've, i'm kind of gone back to bunker life which i'm not going to get into the existential tailspin that put me into but yeah. you know <laughs> whatever uh but yeah, so things are getting pushed again. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Morbius. There are rumors that they pushed it back to get an Andrew Garfield cameo in there, which honestly, I feel like the only way to not only save this movie but have it make any sense based on what we've seen in the trailers is like, yeah, you get you got to get some. You got to tell me what Spider-Man universe this is taking place in because it's clearly taking place in one of them. <laughs> yeah, I think that this should. I hope and know that this isn't possible, but hope that this is the greatest April Fool's joke that's ever pulled off, that there has been no Morbius movie this whole time. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. It's just been like, it's just been this long running, running gag. And, and even the trailers we've seen shit, that's like all shot on a green screen on his phone in his living room. Just, like, I, I hope that this movie doesn't actually, <laughs> they, no, I, the- I like the most recent trailer I did, but like, the, the every time it gets pushed back, I get a little less excited. And also with the current state of the world, is this 
if we're playing risk versus reward, am I like, yeah, who knows what we're going to be like in April. And apparently we're going to be looking much better in April. So that's cool. But if this is, if, if I have to sit there and weigh out, okay, it's been four months since I've had COVID. I'm now eligible to get COVID again. Is Morbius the movie I want to do it for? My answer is, certainly no yeah i i think the pushing this back was safe because i was i was looking at it like when we're, the screening was supposed to drop i'm like mm, yeah it, for morbius <laughs> so yeah. that, for the batman yeah hey for the batman listen man <laughs> i'll put my cards on the table for batman um yeah. so that is the news that we're covering for this week we're gonna go on a quick ad break and then we will be right back This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now we are back from the ads, please and thank you. And we are talking about Marvel Phase 4, which, believe it or not, Roxy, you may not know this, but the Phase 4 has only existed for technically one year. And in, and in that one year, we have gotten WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, What If, Eternals, Hawkeye, and Spider-Man No Way Home. God damn it. <laughs> so... Spider-Man No Way Home counts as phase four. Of, right. Of Marvel. I, I have no, I, the Disney Sony thing still has me totally confused. I, I won't lie to you. It still yeah. has me totally confused on what, if that is a, a phase four movie or if they take that back or whatever that looks do you, like. Do you, do you think, I don't want to get derailed, but do you think they're going to do Tom Holland stays in MCU and then we're going to have a whole new Andrew Garfield where he gets to be the quote unquote Sony Spider-Man? No, because Tom Tom Holland still owes Sony three movies. That's what I'm saying. So he does three MCU connected movies, and then Maybe. Andrew Garfield gets to be their part of their the Sony verse. We're making the Sinister Six movies again. I don't know. I think Andrew Garfield like really wants to be a a true artiste and do. I don't blame him. I, I don't know. I whatever, really don't listen. Know. Whatever makes Andrew Garfield happy. This the one is thing. The life. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. As mm-hmm. much as I love the Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire movies, let that boy rest. We don't need uh, we don't need to bring Toby. He did his bit. <laughs> Do you want to know something very exciting? Yes. This is for you guys at home. I got a text message from uh, you guys know sometimes I'm invited on that show. Rotten Tomatoes is wrong, yes. and I got maybe the best text message of my life that said, "Is there any chance that you like Amazing Spider-Man too?" And I was like, "I have been waiting my whole life to answer this question from somebody." Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I love that movie. 
I'm very excited to talk about it. That was for the people. Um, but Andrew Garfield for the win. I would love to see that. I don't know if that's what we're going to do, though. I'm confused that that's part of this, but I guess it is. That yes. makes sense. Yes. What, so what did we start with, DJ? What was the first it, phase? It was uh, the the first of this phase is WandaVision. Yes. That was our that was our big. WandaVision kicked us off into phase four. It did. WandaVision was the first of the shows. Yes. That's fascinating. So mm-hmm. on as I was trying to make my top ten, which turned into a twenty five list of TV shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of twenty twenty one, WandaVision was on like every respected website's top ten list. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of wild to see. Yeah. WandaVision was like all over the place in the people's top 10, which means that not only was it their favorite of the MCU TV shows, but it was what, what they thought was one of the best shows of the year. I, as a diehard Wanda fan, yeah. I'm so jealous that I did not have that experience. Yeah, same. I, and I wonder, like, is this one of those where it's like, you know, we do this show together. We've been doing it a while. Is it one of those, like, a feedback loop where we're kind of, like, simpatico or what? Because it's like, I, a lot of people say WandaVision's the best, which there's there's a lot to like with the show. And they'll put, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier at the bottom. It's like, wow, I had, like, the reverse experience. First, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier is definitely, to me, still the best. Now, if we're talking about the one that I enjoyed watching the most... To be honest, it was Hawkeye, which yeah. well, also it's at the bottom for people. It's weird, like if I because because we it's interesting that you made it in the list because uh, Danny was like, "Do you all have a ranking uh, for these items above?" I wonder how the list made uh, by Roxy differs from DJ, and I don't necessarily know that I have an official list, but I do know if I did, it'd be weird because like at the top would be like, "What if episode two, the T'Challa <laughs> Star Lord episode, Hawkeye episode three with the origin of Echo and the car chase." And then the respective shows, like those two episodes are like my favorite things of this phase beyond the the shows they're in. Just those two episodes are some of my favorite MCU things ever. I also have a really hard time ranking movies against shows because. For real. Because they're different. Because they're different. Uh, it's, I, I have eliminated the expression. It's like comparing apples and oranges and changed it. It's like comparing apples and horses because DJ, what do you prefer? Apples or oranges? Oranges. Everybody has an answer to that. Yeah. I don't understand the expression. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You're mm-hmm. comparing two fruit. That makes no sense. Everybody has a fruit that they like better. It's yeah. not like comparing two completely different things. They're both fruits. This expression drives me nuts. Yeah. But this is like is comparing apples and horses where like I, I, I don't know that I don't know that I prefer Falcon and the Winter Soldier to uh, Eternals, yeah. which would be my two, I guess my or to Spider-Man. No, I guess I like Spider-Man No Way Home better, but after that is Eternals. I don't know where, I don't know how I would do that, but I can tell you that of the shows, I didn't see What If, except for the first six minutes of the first episode, because I tried (laughs) to muster through for DJ, so that's not on my list. But it does go for me, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Loki, WandaVision. Yeah. And... That's really weird because Wanda's my favorite character and everybody's first. So yeah. that's my TV show order. Falcon the Winter Soldier just hit my soul. I, I thought yeah. that that show actually, it sounds so pretentious and stupid, but that show felt like it actually mattered. Mm-hmm. And the other shows did not feel like they mattered. I'm, WandaVision and Loki, I might switch out for each other yeah. depending on like my mood and annoyances because Loki made me really annoyed at times and WandaVision made me very annoyed at times. Yeah. But the other two are higher and, and that's just so weird that maybe we are in a feedback loop dj because everybody else i talk to is like 
WandaVision and Loki. Well, I also wonder if like following criticism and like reading critics, you'll notice like movies that are about movies tend to do better with critics because critics care about movies. That's why they review movies for a living. You know what I mean? You mean like uh, Spider-Man? Uh, no, like, like, uh, um, uh, like second, like Birdman. You know what I mean? That it's like, it's oh, about oh, the movie oh. making process. And so they really respond to that. So I'm wondering if oh. since WandaVision, a good chunk of WandaVision, I'd argue the best chunk of WandaVision is like a love letter to classic Cinema. TV that yeah. you're a TV person. But then again, you of the people I know, I'm you the are the most person. TV person. Yeah, I don't I know. Don't, I think it just felt yeah. here. So, so here it gets to. Uh, I'll I'll do my rough list, and then we'll and and then we'll get to one of the the biggest things I I noticed with Phase Four, and I don't know if it's a Phase Four thing or if it's a COVID thing. I think my list would be shows would probably be What If. I really liked the most of what 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 If was doing. Um, I felt new and original and fun. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier's right up there because, like you, Roxy, it felt like we're actually dealing with things in a smart way and I actually felt like it was the most it's weird because I think most people would disagree with me it felt the most cohesive of the shows whereas like WandaVision and Loki by the time you got to the end it's like oh I don't know that I know what we were doing the whole time like I don't know why we did this um and slash what the repercussions are like yeah like where we are in the world now. and that's like a broader theme of phase four for me and I get you know different strokes for different folks but for me the more the Black Widows the Falcon and the Winter Soldiers the more the Hawkeyes, the more grounded stuff worked better for me because the bigger high sands like Eternals and then like the back half of Spider-Man No Way Home, the big high concept stuff, I couldn't get a grasp of like, it did, it, 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 there wasn't like a tangible rules of like, hey, here's w- how this is working. Here's what's happening. It just, it, it didn't, it didn't work as well for me. But yeah, so uh, what if Falcon Warner Soldier Probably WandaVision over Loki. Movies are tougher. Probably Spider-Man No Way Home at the top, then Eternals, then Black Widow. Although I want to watch that again because I, I really had a great experience watching in the, in the theaters. And then probably Shang-Chi at the bottom, but that's just because I really didn't like the back half of that movie. The first half Did of that movie I loved. Black Widow in theaters? Uh, with our screen, yeah, at the at the oh. LCAP, the screening we did uh, for that. And I, I did not. Yeah, I went. I went to that. That was one of my first experiences back, and it was good. And, and, and but then again, that's the other like, was it because I was back in a theater seeing yeah, a Marvel movie at the El Cap? Was that the reason that I loved Maybe, it so much? Because Fast and the Furious movie was uh, one of my favorite movies of the year. It definitely, is because we were back in the theater. yeah, just because that experience. Um, but so so something the the as I overlook all this, some of the things I like about Phase Four overall, the focus on. What used to be more supporting characters, the Sam Wilsons and the Wandas, um, the the more inclusive nature of it, the unpredictability of it, um, uh, because like, you know, Captain America and Iron Man are kind of like on a set course, you know what I mean? Whereas Shang-Chi, like, I don't know what we're doing with Shang-Chi. I don't know what we're doing with the Eternals. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I just, it's unpredictable. But the other thing I noticed on the more negative side, and again, I don't know if this is a phase four thing, and now not only are we doing, like we have done, I, I was joking about this with Roxy, we have done in phase four, this one year of phase four, more than probably was happening in phase one. Like just <clears throat> a sheer amount of content. There's also like, I, 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 this feels too mean of a term, but I can't think of a better one. There's a, there's a sloppiness. Like there's a, there's a, um, uh, in, in Hawkeye, like I think it's the last two episodes. Like I don't think, um, Jack Duquesne 
to uh, Tony Dalton was on set with anybody. Like when he's getting arrested, it's like the staging of it is like, oh, he's not there. And then in the final episode, when like he just shows up with a sword and then he fights some people, it's like, wait, what? It was a whole different plan for Jack Duquesne and then Vincent D'Onofrio agreed to be Kingpin. And so we rewrote it. Like what, what was the, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's kind of as ambitious as these things are. There's also kind of a, like a kind of a haphazardness to the way they're put together and paced and everything that, that is, is a, it's slightly concerning. Yeah. I'm under the impression that they are on a strict time crunch for each one of these shows. Cool. And, <laughs> and in their own making, yes. you know, their own timeline. And then a lot of times sets are shut down because of COVID, but they are sticking to their timelines. Yeah. Like what we're not hearing about the Marvel shows so far is like this show pushed. They're like, Nope, Mm -hmm. this is our schedule. This one is coming out. What we are hearing is like set shuts down for one week or whatever, you know? So they, they're still pushing on through. I don't mind. I don't mind the the sloppiness um, at times because I do think we are getting a lot of great content. But this year, for the first time for me, I I much prefer the movies to the shows. Mm. This is like, and that's super not me. Yeah, I think I really, really loved Spider Man. Yeah. I really loved Eternals, and I really loved Shang Chi, and I really liked Black Widow. Yeah. That that those worked for me. The yeah. movies in Phase Four so far are are vibing for me. The shows I'm feeling like while I'm watching them, this show's a cool show. It's cool that we have Marvel shows like this. And then afterwards, like for Loki, for example, since we've seen Loki, we have seen multiple other things. <laughs> so did Loki just? take place later in the timeline and we're getting to that or like the shows have have got me like huh well and then on a on a similar smaller scale but similar note like end of black widow i guess mild mild for anybody that hasn't watched these face force of mild spoilers at the end of black widow we have um uh julie louis dreyfus i I can't remember character's name uh, off the top of my head uh, is like, oh, Hawkeye is the one. You need to go after Hawkeye. And then when we get to Hawkeye, the setup's completely different. She's not that character's not even mentioned. And then the timeline of that, you know, we're led to believe Vera Formiga got Kingpin, I guess, to hire Hawkeye. And it's like, uh, or excuse me, hire uh, Yelena to go after Hawkeye. And it's like, when? 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 Yeah. Are we? When did that happen? And then when do you think Loki is? I have no idea. I. I still don't know what I've got two major critics. I actually, I, I liked Loki. Fine. I liked it. Uh, again, and that's a hard thing. All of this stuff. There's so, I like there's, all of them, yeah. yeah, there's so many high points. I don't dislike any of the stuff we have here. It's just, it's just, it, it feels like it's having trouble holding together. My two big complaints on Loki is narratively. I don't think it works to say like, Oh, there's three magic gods that are controlling the timeline. And then the reveal is it's just one guy. It's like, well, that's not, that's like learning the Wizard of Oz is just a different wizard. It's like that's that's not a reveal. Like that's not a right. that's just whatever. My other thing is I still don't know what the diff what a variant is. Like I don't know is it a is it is it a part of the branching timeline? Is it the multiverse? Are technically Toby and Andrew Garfield variants? And the fact that you had six episodes and that was the premise of your fucking show and I don't know what that is. 
I think is a problem. There's no way they're variants, right? Because they're the fact that we have that question and there was a whole show designed specifically to answer that. That's a problem. (laughs) That's a that's a narrative problem. And the fact that it feels like this is what the whole MCU is being built around right now. Sans the the Black Widows and the Falcon and the Winter Soldiers of the world and the Hawkeyes. Every high concept thing is like multiverse. Like this is what we're doing. Like like fuck man like is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness even going to make any sense? You know, if you if you've actually watched like Loki and No Way Home, like is it actually going to work? Like it might. You know what I mean? Like there's the like the the one of the When the, is it? When does it release or when is it in the timeline? Uh, release when when I, is it this it's this year it right? is this year i want to say it's in april i want to say it's coming soon okay um yeah and so it's like and, is and, morbius in it <laughs> will morbius show up who's to say um only kevin feige knows um yeah so like uh, and, and again it just it just feels like this when you talk about like okay the shows are under a tight timeline it's like yeah it feels like you don't have the room to breathe and like figure it out like i feel like I, i'm starting to feel like the marvel shows and 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 i don't know the behind the scenes and I, i'm probably talking about my ass but like the marvel shows if they're gonna the marvel mcu looking at the shows and the movies and all that they need to start doing what the comics do and have like editor meetings and it's like okay here's how the fuck the multiverse works here's the rules yeah. we're all gonna play by these rules if you want to break one of these rules kevin feige needs to sign off on it and it needs to it needs to be a really good reason because this is we got in a room and we all agreed this is the rules we're playing by and like those rules stay up on a whiteboard the yeah. whole time everybody those- emails everybody a copy and that same sniper that's supposed to take you out if you spoil anything is on you yeah. if they break one of the rules. God yeah. forbid. Yeah. Or uh, you get charged $1 million. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I don't know. It's just, it feels like, especially in the pandemic, this is a perfect time to take a break, pump the brakes a little, take a breather, reevaluate. Like, because, because it's, I, I, uh, you just got a lot going. Cause here's, here's, we're going to go on another ad break quick, but before we do that, here's, here's what we're looking at down the pipe over the next couple of years. We got Doctor Strange 2. We got Thor 4. We got Black Panther 2. We got the Marvels. We got Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, my God. We got Ant-Man 3. We got the Fantastic Four. We've got Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, Miss Marvel, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Ironheart, Armor Wars, Loki Season 2, What If Season 2, and an untitled Wakanda show that they're supposed to be working on. That's yeah, I mean, we need to get our ducks that, in a row on this one. That's all phase four? That, this is all phase four. So if we ever had it before where the same property is twice in the same phase, like Loki season two? Uh, Iron Man in phase one. Both oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron okay. Man's one and two are in phase two, one. Yeah. Okay. But I think that's the one time. And now Guardians of the Galaxy. What's the holiday special? It's just a holiday special. I literally have nothing. It's on Disney Plus. I don't know, but it is James Gunn, and it's the Guardians cast. And I don't know. That's all I know. And I think there's a Groot show. I don't know if Groot the Groot show's in the MCU, but there is a Groot show. Wait. I think all so. Right. I think they're working on a Groot show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a big phase. Yeah. Yeah. What, if you had to pick one property of the ones you just named, one thing that you're the most excited about in Marvel Phase Four, what is it? Uh, here's the answer I want to give. Um, 
uh, my immediate response, the second you ask that is Black Panther 2. And then I think about all the like things that have come out on behind the scenes Black Panther 2. I'm like, oh shit, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But that's, that's instinctually, that's what I want to respond as. What yeah, about we, you? That sounds like uh, uh, something I don't want to touch with a 10 foot pole right now. Yeah. Like considering like all their actor issues on set and whatnot. Um, I, I don't know. I feel the same way about what I want to say is fantastic for. Yeah. However, yeah. Who, I know better. Yeah. I, I know better than to say fantastic for. So I will say of anything like um, the Marvel formula, I think is best suited for the fantastic four than like any, like almost any other property. So it's like, this is, this is our best chance. Like X-Men, I have some concerns about how we're going to do the whole X-Men in the MCU. Fantastic Four, that that should be a slam dunk, but you're right, Roxy. It's it, If history's taught us anything, it's not to bet on Fantastic Four. <laughs> Maybe a Guardians 3. I really love both Guardians 1 and 2. I'm one of those people who loves 2 as much as I love 1, yeah. so I'm excited for that. Thor 4, I'm pretty excited for also, which is so random because I was not excited for Thor 3. Well, it's so funny because when I was filling out this list, I almost put that as Thor 2. Because I yeah. guess I blanked out Thor 1 and 2. It's like, yeah, it's Ragnarok, and now here's the second Thor movie. Yeah, Thor 2. I like that. I like that energy. Yep. Uh, and, I, you know, I want to say Moon Knight because I really like the character, but also, boy, howdy, is he a tricky one. And uh, the, the trailer g- gave me some concerns. Um, yeah, I know. On, on paper, like accent. Yeah, on paper, you say, like, one of your favorite actors playing one of your favorite Marvel characters. I'm like, yes, yeah, sign me up. Uh, but uh, yo, who's to say who's to say uh, in the chat let us know for everybody watching lies let us know what you are most excited for go of phase four of what's coming out and we're going to go on another brief ad break another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, and we are back. We are back, uh, and we are talking about phase four, and we've got some questions from the Discord. We already uh, uh, basically answered Danny with the the list thing, although I I, I don't know. We talked about it a little bit. Just in general, ranking the Marvel stuff is just there's so many movies. It's hard to like. There's the ones you love. There's the ones I don't really like, and then there's just all the rest. There's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with them. It's just they're not my favorites. You know what I mean? Um, Leonard Kim asks. What characters are you most excited to explore further? While I love that Doctor Strange seems to be a pivotal character moving forward, I'm wildly intrigued by the future content involving the Eternals. Uh, I freaking love that movie. So, w- moving forward, what are you? Mo- what characters are you most excited to explore further? Uh, definitely Kate and Yelena. Yes. I, oh, yes. I, I really like both of them, and I I just want them to be best BFFFFFF. God, like, Yelena I, just walked away with that entire show for me. Like she just took took Hawkeye. Like she just took that entire show. It was incredible what she did. It yeah. was incredible when she's like uh, when she's like you knew her for so much longer. It's like oh fuck oh shit yeah she's a masterclass. Yeah. She's so good. Uh, so definitely them. 
I agree about Eternals. I liked a lot of them. And I my absolute favorite part about Shang-Chi was Shang-Chi. Yes, agreed. So for sure him as well. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what we... Because again, there's, there's, there's two very... And this is shown in the after credits scene. There's two very distinct like what feels like opposite directions we could take that character in. There's the more grounded street level version and then there's the more cosmic version. Uh, and I don't know that the two teases fit together. So it'll be interesting to see where they decide to take that. Um, and maybe the more cosmic tease will end up being more part of Dr. Strange type stuff. Um, I am interested to see what they do with the Eternals in that I believe and I don't know if you know this, Roxy. I believe it did fine financially, as far as pandemic numbers. No, no movie Spider Man No Way Home that made like normal. No, that made normal non pandemic numbers. Yeah. More than normal. No, yeah, I like don't like know how Eternals did huge blockbuster numbers in a not pandemic, and it made that those numbers in a pandemic. So that's insane. Um, During a massive Omicron surge, I'm sure that was really good. Yeah, yeah great. Thank you, thank you, Spider Man No Way Home for that. Um, but it's even though I think it did fine, it wasn't as well received as past stuff. So it's like, are we gonna get an Eternals two? Are they gonna show? I definitely up with something think we else? are because uh, spoilers, but Harry Styles. <laughs> oh, you know, isn't that who it is at the end? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're gonna get an Eternals two because while it was not critically well received, Marvel tends to not stray from their plans, like Thor one. Mm-hmm. good door or fine door yeah. two awful they were like no we already we decided we're doing a third door so so it'll be right. interesting to see if um with that as your example it'll be interesting i don't see why they would do this uh but like oh, there's a should. hard pivot from yeah thor's two to thor three but you got chloe zhao like it's like i i know it's not critically well received but you got chloe zhao it's like just do you get to do what you want you know what I, I mean? just feel super conflicted and confused as to why it's not well received. It's really, really baffling to me. But I think that they're putting a lot of eggs in that basket. So I just can't see them not following through. I agree. You know, it's not like DC with Birds of Prey, where it was not well received, even though I also thought that was great. Yeah, I love Birds of Prey. And they kind of could jump ship. They kind of could say like, mm, maybe we hold on to Gotham City Sirens or, mm, you know, maybe like we keep Harley, but we kind of ditch the rest of them or whatever, yeah. which sucks. I think they shouldn't do that, but they kind of could for the future they were setting up because they're yeah. still in limbo. I think Eternals are a massive part of the future of the MCU, hence why they got some massive A-list stars. Yeah. So I'm sure that they did not sign those people on for one movie. Yeah. I'm sure they have at least an option for three, probably six or seven. Yeah, I don't see them trashing it. You know, I think for me, I think the thing that surprises me the most, like like the thing that surprised me the most that I'm excited about is, and this is going to be weird for people, but is actually Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because I'm not the biggest fan of the Guardians movies, but I love the Suicide Squad. And I also got the new Guardians of the Galaxy game uh, and that owes a lot to the movies, but I, I like it, but it also it pulls a lot of cool stuff from the comics. And I'm just interested to see where I feel like James Gunn grew as a filmmaker with the Suicide Squad, and I'm interested to see how much of that transfers over into Guardians Three, um, and uh, so so that'll be interesting to see whenever the fuck that comes out. Um, Boiler Huff asks, which entry was the most surprising to you? 
What is an entry? Of the ones that we've gotten so far. So WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, What If, Eternals, Hawkeye, and Spider-Man No Way Home. I think for me, the biggest surprise would be Eternals that I actually like really dug that movie. The biggest surprise of the phase four movies and shows he's saying that we got so far. That's, yeah, and, that and is my he, interpretation of his question. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess surprise for me too would be eternal. Um, it might be Hawkeye. Yeah. Because, because I really didn't care at all about that character. And I actually really enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. But Eternals also because I had no thoughts going into it, and then I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, we got a last question from uh, Stisic Geta: Which unlikely pair of characters from any of these movies slash shows would you want to see team up? I believe I don't have in front of me. I believe Glenn Caesar asked a similar question. Um, like he was saying, like, uh, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. I think he was mentioning Shang-Chi, but is there like a, uh, team up? Like we mentioned Yelena and Kate, but yeah, I feel like that's a pretty likely. safe bet. They're going to show up. So what's a surprising team up you'd like to see? Well, I like, you know, if we're going with some of our younglings, some kind of, um, some kind of a, some kind of a, uh, MJ coming to either Kate Bishop or Yelena also like mm-hmm. or uh, something to do with Spider-Man uh, age people going with the Hawkeye age kids. Yeah. Um, essentially with Spidey or whatever. I don't know. A Young Avengers thing too. There's a lot of people in here. But my person I really want to play around with is Shang-Chi. I just don't know who we need him teamed with and my answer is not Doctor Strange. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah we don't need to get into it roxy but i will say after we'll talk about it more when multiverse badness comes up i it was about there uh, somewhere in the first act of spider-man no way home i was like you know what i'm i'm with roxy on this one i'm not i don't uh, this character's not really clicking for me like i don't know um uh, anyway glenn caesar was saying uh shang chi with yelena I'll say from a comic book perspective, and and I and I say this, we've not seen one of these characters yet, so I don't know how they're going to p- portray them. But uh, Moon Knight is classically, traditionally portrayed as as a uh, one of the top tier hand to hand combatants. I think it would be really fucking cool to see Shang-Chi and Moon Knight fight. Uh, I know that's like basic superhero stuff. Like heroes meet and they fight. But like there's a reason it works, all right? And I'd like to see those two. If, and we've seen Oscar Isaac do his fight training for Moon Knight. And so I think it'd be really cool to see those two go head to head. And I will also say, even though I'm a bigger Moon Knight fan, Shang-Chi should win that fight because he's the master of Kung Fu. So, uh, mm-hmm. but what's I'd like this, to see it. What's the name of a... Uh... What's the name of um, Jon Snow? Um, the, in the in in the MCU, yep, yep, Dane Whitman. What about him? And what's the name of Kate's stepdad? Oh, uh, Jack Duquesne. That would be cool. Sword it out, and then, and then him, and then Blade too. The three of them, they just get to be sword yeah. buds. Sword fight. It's a new. Yeah. It's new Disney Plus show. Sword buds. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We got. Uh, uh, we actually do have one other question that came in uh, just this morning from a new guy. How much can Marvel release in a year and still expect every viewer to have seen everything? Are they going to start losing viewers who feel like they've fallen behind? I, and yeah, I just want to go with that more. The back half of that is at what point should Marvel stop expecting 
people to have seen all the thing? I think that they are doing something where it's like, while you don't need to see all the stuff to understand what's happening, it will enhance it. Because I think it would be a really silly mistake for them to expect everybody to have seen things. Otherwise, you won't understand the premise. Yeah. You're going to have to do a little exp- a little exposition in their movies because, like, you got to kind of cover a little bit of ground. It's not – that's not cool. A lot of people – I love TV. For me, watching four shows a year for Marvel – I laugh in the face of danger. <laughs> Listen, I watched a hundred shows last year. Yes. Like I can easily tack four on. They're like six episodes long. Yes. Some of them are half an hour. Boom, 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 boom. Don't care. But like for the average person, they will watch four shows a year. Yeah. You can't ask them for it all to be this. So mm-hmm. I think that they're, I think they know that. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And there's no way for us to gauge if it's working or not like if somebody right, could right. somebody watch wanda could is it possible that somebody could watch wandavision cold i don't, I don't know. know i can't tell you like i it, hawkeye is hawkeye something you could come in having never seen an avengers thing and it does a good enough job conveying to you here's the shit that matters i don't even think you would understand what happened in episode one i don't even think you would understand the explosion like i i think You'd be like, what happened? What is this day? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah exactly. Like, if you've never seen anything yet, yeah, literally, though, you're right. The opening scenes, Avengers, like, yeah, uh, and and if, no, there's no way, no way. I know we'll, we're going to talk about uh, Boba Fett and what we're into, but I saw, I don't know if it was even a criticism or more of an observation. Um, somebody pointed out that, like, Boba Fett, the first episode of Boba Fett feels like episode six of another show, like, hey, we're already you know we're already yeah. into it and it's like yeah that's kind of where we're at with things where it's like well you need to have seen the other things to know and it's like well that's that's not necessarily great i don't but know financially and business wise i do think they can expect you to have seen the movies in order to watch the shows yeah. because they're the movies are their bread and butter yeah and now they're making more butter on the shows <laughs> but i don't think it can go the other way around well and hopefully i think the and it's definitely true with like the wandas and the hawkeyes and the sam wilson's and stuff like that as we get into the she hulk's she a little holds. bit different she hulk's yeah. a little bit different because of the whole relationship but like moon knight moon knight you moon knight you should be able to go in completely cold like right, and, and just be able to see moon knight miss marvel and she hulk a little bit trickier because they're built off of previous heroes mm-hmm. although hopefully since they're their own, you could still like, like Miss Marvel, if they're not constructing Miss Marvel, assuming young people that have never seen a single Marvel thing are watching it, I think that's a mistake. Right. Um, but yeah, as, as we get into more original Disney Plus characters, hopefully it's a little easier to like slot in. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Totally. Because like my sister's never seen a single Marvel movie. That's wild to me. Yeah. Like I know ever. they exist, but it's. <laughs> yeah. But she would watch like a Miss Marvel show. She would. 100%. And again, I think that's yeah. true because of specifically the demographics that Miss Marvel touches on. Um, you've got to go in with that in mind. Uh, uh, be- because, like you said, because they're, because of what Miss Marvel is, people that don't watch that stuff would watch a Miss Marvel show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it should probably feel like it, pro- it shouldn't feel like Hawkeye. It should probably feel more like Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And that's right. fine. You know what I mean? Which like, is, like she has Disney Plus. Cause she like likes that show and she likes like the princess movie. Like, you know, she, she watches. It's funny. Cause I watch on Disney plus all the same things that you do, which is like the nerd shit. Mm-hmm. But like, she likes Disney movies, not yeah. necessarily these ones. Um, and so she's doing her thing over there. So about Miss Marvel to her 
while she has this, she'd be like, oh, what is this? This is yeah. up my alley uh, for sure. Yeah. But and like, it's I, one of those things yeah. like I feel like uh, some people would th- see this as blasphemy, but like Miss Marvel should feel like a Disney show, like like Wizards of Waverly Place or whatever, like mm-hmm. obviously bigger mm-hmm. budget, more fit in the MCU. But like, yeah, and that's fine like right i, I know right, right. i know their goal is to get us to watch everything all the time they want our, our dollars but but also it's good to make things that aren't it'd be cool if i sat down and watched miss marvel I'm like oh this is good but it's not for me That's did you good. check out star girl i did i i enjoyed the first season i enjoyed the first season of star girl i, I never I not watched, watched second, it season two i didn't watch star girl but i hear i heard people like really even though it might not be for you or for me i hear that people really enjoyed it yeah it had a good like amblin vibe i think actually that's a really good reference point to bring up because it it definitely like it did all the superhero stuff but it was definitely like targeted towards a different audience and Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah that's what you should do with the with the miss marvels of the world and it's an opportunity you have that you don't have with moon knight um because Moon Knight, the direction you take a Moon Knight in is probably closer to the Netflix show and shows. And there's a hard ceiling on what uh, you could do at Disney+. Plus. I, it's it's looser than I thought. They always get away with violence that I don't quite expect from these shows. Yeah. But, you know, we haven't had Kingpin severing a dude's head with a car door. Like, that's not. Totally. Um, and the other thing I will say, you mentioned this earlier and, and before we wrap up, just saying um, I don't know if this is a lesson they specifically learned from the Netflix shows, but it feels like they did. I like that it's like each show has its own episode count. Some are six, some are nine. And the the episode lengths aren't like a hard like hour or 50 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Like, like it could be like four minutes. Yeah, it's like it could minutes. be 30 minutes. It could be 45. It could be 50. Whatever the story needs, that's what we're doing. And it's like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for understanding that. Yeah, it, it is cool. That's one of my favorite things about streaming in general is the lack of nest. Like, you know, when you're on a sh- network with commercials, you're a 42 minute show. That's what you are. You cannot not be a 42 minute show. Yeah. But I feel like the first time I ever saw that was with Sons of Anarchy. Um, <laughs> Sutter was like, I actually don't give a flying fuck what you think my length of my show should be. Yeah. This episode's an hour and 40 minutes, and this episode is 50 minutes, and that's the way it goes. Yeah. Like, I actually like a creator's ability to do that as, as long as they are doing it, not to just, like, be self-maspiratory. Maspiratory. Maspiratory. Having a hard time saying that word. Uh, I just think that it's a cool opportunity. To, but I hear more cons than pros for it, DJ, like, a lot of people at home I saw, especially as we're going to talk about Boba Fett, but like needs to be longer, too short, needed more episodes. And it's just like, yeah, I think what those people don't, don't know is that. you want to leave, you want to leave wanting more. Like, yeah. like it's, it's something I'm not quite sure the Netflix shows have still learned. Like I really enjoy Witcher. I'm enjoying season two, but they're like almost every episode. I'm like, wow, it's still going. Why are we, yeah. how, how is this still going? Totally. We already totally. reached our climax. What's happening? Um, so those are our thoughts on Marvel Phase 4. Um, I want to thank everybody that joined us live. We got uh, um, people in the chat. You know, Kayla Marie's talking. Uh, she loves Eternals. Me too. Um, a new guy wants more Wanda and Kate interaction. Uh, Leonard Kim wants to That's see cool. Shang-Chi and the Eternals interact. That'd be really cool. Glenn Caesar wants mm-hmm. to see Black. He already said Black Knight, the Swordsman, and Blade. Um, 
And a new guy says, my aunt watched Spider-Man No Way Home having only watched Homecoming uh, and No Way Home with no MCU things. How did that go? How did that How did that work out? Yeah, I have questions. Um, so thank you all for joining us. Roxy, before we go, let remind the kids at home where they can find you. Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And on Wednesdays for World Girl Wednesday, we give things a whirl. And uh, actually, DJ coming up uh, in two Wednesdays. We are going to give Roxy getting on a dating app a whirl. I'm very excited about it. I've never done one before. We're going to like pick out my pictures, like answer the question. I guess like on the apps, they ask questions like what I actually don't know what what an example would be, but I hear they do. So we're going to like fill mine out and shit. That's awesome. That's super cool. Make sure you go check that out. My only, the only one you guys did that I had some questions about is when you did giving COVID a whirl. I thought maybe that was not the best one, but you know, I wouldn't recommend that, you know, like sometimes we try things so you don't have to. And I took that one for the team. There you go. Took one for the team. Uh, Of course you can find me everywhere that matters at DJ talks trash. Uh, You can find this show at only stupid answers, but on Twitter, you ain't got the vowels from stupid. If you want to hear what we're into, here's talk about Boba Fett and Bachelor and all that stuff. You can do that over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, Spider-Versity is returning in just a couple weeks. And we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No oh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Sorry, we got a few movies to get to before we get to No Way Home. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. So that'll be cool. We're starting the Tom Holland movies. So go over to Patreon and check that out. And we'll see you all next week.